Make sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. And we are recording. I'm here at the beautiful scenic Santa Clara Valley Brewing. Brewing? Brewing. That was good. Like with it. my man, Bimo. I butcher every intro. That's true. It's just the way it goes. And the man of the hour, Frank Castillo. Hey! Roast battle champion and mm-hmm. about to be recording an album here. How you doing? Thank you for joining me on the podcast. Good, man. I'm excited to be here. Yeah. So, um, this is a big day. This is a San Jose boy. Leaves to L.A. coming back to record an album. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, I want to get into that, but can we also start at the beginning? I'm curious to know when that first comedy spider bit you. Like, first time I ever wanted to do stand-up? Yes. Or, yes. like, the first time I, like, saw comedy? Um, maybe the first time you knew it was in you and you had to get on stage and try things Oh, um, I was doing, like, theater in, like, high school. So I okay. liked I liked doing stuff like that. I, I started doing sound and tech, and then I would do, like, improv in high yeah, school. Yeah. And then I kind of started, like, I, I kind of did acting, but I wasn't, like, ever, like, good at it. Yeah. I just liked having fun and stuff. So I did improv a lot. And then it wasn't until I turned, like, 18 that I watched stand-up. And I was like, oh, okay, oh, that's shit, something okay. you could do. Yeah. yeah. Damn, it took you 18 until you started watching stand-up? Well, until t- I realized, oh, that's something I oh, can okay. do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you, like, really I've seen comedy it. and stand-up and all that stuff, but there's always that moment where you're like, oh, I, I-, I could do that. Or like, yeah, oh, yeah. I-, I guess I could try that. Or, yeah. Was it you, someone? Uh, yeah, it was like I saw like Chappelle's Killing Him Softly, mm-hmm. and then like, but I also watched a lot of like, uh, what was it? What was that show on comedy? I watched a lot of Comedy Central. They had like Comic Remix. Do you remember that? No, I think so I remember. Th- that they had one. Comic Remix, yeah. which was like a half hour TV show where they would just mix different clips from different oh, comics. I do, I do remember uh, that. Specials remember that. or just you know shows. It was like Instagram way before it was. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. gonna say it's before YouTube. Yeah, started putting every person's act right little snippets. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That's great. That's cool. You know what? I, that transition from uh, improv to stand-up comedy seems to be a common theme. I've heard a number of guys say that it was improv, and then they realized, oh, I can just write my stuff. Yeah, get up on stage, and then that's it. It's just me. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. in improv you're trying to be you know not you, but it was yeah. like stand up. You're like, oh, I could just be, I could just rely on myself. Yeah, I don't have to rely on three other people that aren't as funny as me. No, I'm just, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you so, know, but yeah. So did you start hitting up mics in San Jose? Is that where it all? No, started? I started in Temecula, which was about like an hour away from Los Angeles. That's where I lived. I okay. lived there, and I would go to from Temecula to San Diego, and then I'd go to L.A. every once oh, in a while. Okay, and then it was when I was 23, I moved to Los Angeles. Okay. Got it, got it. Man, nice. big leap. Mm-hmm. That is a big leap. Yeah. So I've seen you up here. I've actually seen you perform a couple times at different open mics. How often are you coming up to the Bay? Uh, whenever I can. You, cause yeah. My family's here, so I usually yeah. just come and visit, and I usually just pop in at the mics, uh, or I'll yeah. hit somebody up. Like, you know, Pete's, Pete Munoz is family, you know? Yeah. That's the crazy thing about San Jose. My dad went to, uh, what was he, went to Independence, I think? Oh, okay. uh, and yeah, my yeah. mom went to James Lick, and there are two families, two big Mexican families that have both go to those schools. So everyone knows someone in my family or so knows my mom or my dad. Uh-huh. My dad played sports, so everyone okay. knew my dad is that, like, good athlete. Yeah. And, uh, you know, everyone grows up. Everyone stays in San Jose, especially Mexicans. Like, <laughs> they all, like, they're, they all have kids. They all, like, you know, they're all, like, work at some 
other place. So it's like everywhere my dad goes, he always runs into somebody that he knew from school or from his past, and they're always just like, "Hey, what's up?" You know? Yeah. So that's it's just um, that's what the show's going to be tonight. Yeah, the show. All just of those gonna people be, are going to be here tonight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's uh, literally all of my dad's old friends and old high school buddies, and you know, fans and other people, but mostly like family that have never seen me do stand up. Yeah. And now they're like, "Oh, okay, I'm going to come see you." Half which of is the great. half of the tickets uh, purchased. The last name is Castillo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My, dad's, <laughs> my dad's going out and buying everybody like, tickets. They're all paying them back and stuff. It's hysterical. I can just see that conversation. Like, you're not going to the show. Look, I'll buy you a ticket. Give me the money. Like, I can yeah, just yeah, see yeah. that that like negotiating in the now, conversation. You know what it down. probably is? It's probably them being like, "All right, where do I go buy the tickets?" And they're like, "Oh, you got to go to this website." And he's just like. Uh, yeah, I don't know how to work computers. Yeah. That's pretty much all. Of it. It's gonna be. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, it's so fucking funny. That's awesome. Yeah, is your mic getting my mic? Yeah, there you go. My mic should be good. good. Yes, I think we're good. Um, so when did you feel like you were ready? Like I want to put what I got. Uh, on an album Was uh, that recently or? Yeah I've been feeling this way For I mean I've been doing this For like nine years now And yeah. like a lot of the stuff I have is older stuff And a lot of the stuff I have is new written stuff And it's stuff That I've just been Going on the road with So it's like oh, I'd rather just put this all out And then like write new stuff Yeah And cause I'm gonna be I'm, I always go out With new people yeah. So you gotta like You know you're yeah. constantly Doing 30s So it's like Well you gotta write new stuff And like put it down I don't wanna keep doing The stuff I know works right. Which eventually If I ever have a special I'll you know Revisit it and stuff Okay if, you know, if I need to, but yeah. I, you know, I just like having. I want to put something out that people can find and listen to, and be like, "Oh, okay, I want to go see that guy do stand up." And then yeah. when they come see me do stand up, it's different. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You see a lot of guys hold on to stuff, and they're like, "All right, I'm waiting for my shot." Well, it's yeah. like, "Nah, I'm just gonna put stuff out because you can just put out an album." That's the thing about now is like there's no right or wrong way to do it. Yeah. I've already right. got like a fan base. I got yeah. people that like me. Right. So it's like, oh, I'm just going to keep putting stuff out that they like yeah, yeah. and then keep getting better. And you've also been noticed and accomplished on a national platform which, mm-hmm. you know, now Dude, you can so awesome. like you said, You're nowadays so awesome. <laughs> you you can you can throw shows and you can, you know, put out videos and produce things and yeah, and, yeah. and and be your own entity. It's kind of almost like music where yeah. there's a lot of in- independent uh, rappers and musicians that are doing everything themselves and it's not standing. signing to labels. And when you're doing comedy and you like, like I feature for everybody, you know. So when yeah. I go out and I come out and I'm featuring for Bert, uh, the people like trip the fuck out. Or if I'm featuring for Joe or right. or Jezelnik or, or Mo Ammer, which I'm going on the road with right now, or just okay. uh, you know Polly or anyone like come out and they're big comedy fans or podcast fans. They're just like, oh shit, that's Frank. Yeah. So it's like they, it's kind of nice to be like pop out and they'll be like, I know who that is. You yeah, know? yeah. Which is really dope when you go to like somewhere you've never been like north fucking carolina well this is and the second time that i've actually knew the comic i'd you know heard of them and seen their stuff before we booked them because mm. even with dean uh, they told me about dean i had to go look him up like yeah, i hadn't yeah. heard of him yet but ian edwards like i'd heard from joe rogan's podcast so yeah, it was yeah. like easy to be like oh yeah ian yeah, and then you know roast battle was on comedy so i saw that i'm like oh shit frank like i'm talking, yeah. talking to frank like <laughs> <laughs> hysterical to me. Uh, i know it's funny but it's you know when you've been on television and and that that's that's like a weird thing yeah. to do, I'm, but it's I'm, true. Especially I'm, from being from like San Jose. Yeah. Like yeah. when I go to uh Caravan, the mic with a t- uh, a- Atu, a- Atu yeah. one of my best friends, I love him to yeah. death. He came to Los Angeles, comes and hangs out. Yeah. Uh I'll be there and I'll be like my dad's like my dad's fucking favorite bar. He knows the owners, he knows every single person that goes in that bar, he knows the regulars, he knows everybody. 
Uh, and it's just so funny to that the open mic that I always go to when I come to town is the one bar my dad loves. <laughs> his favorite yeah, bar. Yeah. So everyone knows my father. That, last time I was, last time I saw you perform there, that's yeah. Yeah. I remember you saying that? Like this is home. I'm home here. Yeah. My yeah yeah. yeah. So yeah. like I'll go to like places like that, and people yeah. be like, "Oh, you go to there?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah man, I yeah. know everybody there." Right, right. They're like, "Oh, there's like scary looking dudes there." I was like, "This uh, like my dad's best fucking friend." Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's just so funny, dude. But I, I'll go there, and they'll be like comics that know my dad, and they'll be like, "Yo, can you introduce me to you, like your son?" Yeah. My yeah. dad's just like, of course, you can go say hi. Yeah, he doesn't yeah. give a fuck. So it's so. He's funny. just a dude. Yeah, I I like Caravan. So I posted up on Caravan. The hecklers were uh, pretty hot the other night, and I po- posted up on Facebook. Someone was commenting, and I go, "No, uh, Caravan is the love child of joy and chaos." It is. Or as I like to say, it's like uh, it has the aesthetic, a heavy metal aesthetic with an NPR heart. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like if you can, I mean, it's that's where I started. I started in bars when I was in Temecula. Yeah. I always start in bars, you know, and it's like you should. There's people yeah. who, there's a big thing in the comedy community, especially young comics where they'll go to places and they're like, I don't want to, I don't want to pay a drink minimum. I don't want to wait in a place. I don't want to go up in front of a rowdy bar. Oh, I'd beautiful. rather go pay money and do a set in front of other comics and I can't leave and it's like 10 minutes it's like no you no. got you got to go yeah. do shit like this cuz that's how you get good yeah i think so well and plus i think it's one of those things where at least for me this is my experience is you kind of just got to relax and you got to stop looking at the um whatever the aesthetic is yeah and just go no 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 this is actually a really good crowd if you bring your shit. Yeah. Right. But you if you don't con- bring your shit, then, okay, yeah. yeah you you, you got to connect with the people. Going, yeah. yeah. Everyone trips about, like, stuff like this or, like, a certain bar shows. It's like, yo, if you're going to the fucking Midwest or Hickory, North Carolina, when I fucking open for Polly, it's like you're going to bars. Yeah. You're going to venues like that. You're going to rock venues, you know? Right. And then when you go to comedy clubs, it's like comedy clubs are different, but it's still the same kind of audience. You're going to a comedy club in the middle of fucking nowhere. Right. You know what I mean? So you're still getting those kinds of people. But and forcing people to drink, like two drink minimum, so yeah. you have to have a beverage. But it's also like you don't, it's like a lot of the guys that are starting now it's like they don't realize that when they do start touring or really go out in the middle of the road like you're dealing with real people and real americans you gotta make them laugh you know yeah, and man. it's like it's it's not as safe as it is on these coasts you know and mind you i'm an extremely liberal person right when it comes probably to not comedy, as touchy either right well it's interesting to see how it plays it's like when it comes to comedy you got to make them laugh so when i go to like the midwest or like the south it's like i know what i'm going against i'm a kid from california that's fucking mexican that talks mad shit yeah so it's like they either gonna love it or they're going to hate it. And it's like with like racist crowds, because they're out there, yeah. uh, they're more fun to do stand up in front of because there's less mm-hmm. they, less things that they're going to get upset at. They, you right. can't make fun of Trump and a few other shit and like, you know what I mean? Like religion yeah. and stuff. Yeah. But unless it's like really fucking funny. Yeah. Uh, but on like, you know, the coast and stuff, it's like I can't like when I go to San Francisco, I can still do well. But there's definitely those crowds of like. Oh, I know what's best for you. Yeah, and it's like, oh, I. It's like that's the that's the ultimate shit I can't go up against because it's like yeah. you can't change someone's mind who thinks they're doing what's in your best interest uh, or for somebody else. That what I love is whatever their value system are. Absolutely, and it's just like, yeah, it's like no, keep your morals out of my comedy. Well, pe- <laughs> people that get upset for other other like groups uh, or genders worst. or ethnicities. That's my favorite is when like you'll see somebody do a bit. And it'll be about, let's just say, you know, like Mexican people. And then you'll see like a white guy and go, white come, come up and be like, yeah, yeah. that was offensive. You're like, yeah. to my friend. I'm like, 
Yeah, he's but like, your friend is laughing his ass yeah, off right yeah, yeah, now. He yeah, yeah. thinks it's great. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, he, he just gets be, it. Yeah, he knows what we're trying to do up here. Yeah, yeah. He also understands where the jokes are coming from. Right. It's very interesting to see how things are going now. But I think comedy clubs are uh, changing. Oh really? Yeah. yeah, I think uh it's not as much of much of it isn't as much like the comedy club fan, the average comedy club audience member is no longer uh I think a fan of uh comedy clubs. I think now it is all podcast fans. It's all podcast fans. It's people yeah. that I think the people that watch like Netflix specials, they do go to comedy clubs often. They'll go out to the tours and stuff. Sure. But I think uh comedy clubs, yo, it's full of podcast fans now. Yeah. Because they're all just so smart and they're down, they listen, they understand yeah. what it is. It's it's pretty fascinating and they, to watch. They, they understand the nuance of the conversation when the yeah. comedy happens because a podcast is this long form thing where it's like you can't pin me to the last 140 characters or the last 15 mm. words because we were just talking for 45 minutes yeah. so listen to right. that 45 minutes and then come back to me and then we can we can we can you know have a conversation yeah yeah um so i actually i really want to know about your experience in the roast battle mm-hmm. how you prepared for that what that was like and then was there anything happening when you knew it was hitting the big stage and going on Comedy Central? Did you have to change your game? I don't know. That's a lot of questions I packed into one. But Hilarious. Can you, yeah. Can uh, you yeah, there was like a four-week. So it's like uh, they give you two weeks to okay. for your first opponent. Yeah. So I think it's I think it was two weeks. It was two weeks or a week. And then you have that much time to write for your first opponent. Then the next round you have two days. And then after that you have one day. So it, it gets quicker and quicker. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I just took it a day at a time. I took it one battle at a time. I didn't. Uh, some people wrote a bunch of jokes. Uh, it was me and my other friend, Jay Light and Pat Barker. We just sat in my living room. We just wrote tons of jokes. Okay. I put everything on the wall. I was like, we just, you know, we different angles and stuff. Yeah. It was a lot of editing. It was a lot of cutting jokes, a lot of, like, making. It was a lot of strategy, more than anything. Um, and then for the TV stuff, it was like, you know, it's not like a roast battle belly room audience where they're down for dark shit like they are a tv audience that's got free tickets uh you know what i mean so they're just like people traveling they're people from uh, like tourists and shit so it's like you got to be a little bit nicer um you have to be laying very jokes got to be good well written but um you were very nice though (laughs) yeah but they were funny (laughs) they were great as i say you didn't have to be nice the one i watched was really lopsided i mean i don't want to throw shade but you were it was an it was a knockout first round knockout almost and then every joke that came after that from the opponent i kept going i don't understand i didn't get what he just said <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah and that's how it is sometimes so, yeah and it's, it's like the equivalent of that freestyle rapper who just like says something and just like oh yeah, afterwards yeah. they'd be like yeah well you're ugly yeah oh yeah you know? but no it was a great experience i loved it. i've been doing it when it first started and uh yeah i was doing the dj stuff and then okay. i would uh just keep doing the battles and that was before i I started working there as a door guy, and then after I won a bunch, then they offered me the job, and then I had became a door guy and was going through the development system. Nice. Yeah. Nice, nice. And so once you got the uh, through at the uh, comedy store, then was the, is that when the road stuff started, or did you, were you already working on the road? Uh, I was kind of going on the road with a few people. Um, once the TV show happened and then winning roast battle, that definitely opened it up to open up for like every, everyone was like, Oh, I know this kid. Yeah. Just, Cause they already knew me from working at the comedy store. So they all knew me from as a door guy. Yeah. They all saw me win those shows like in the belly room. So when I won the TV thing, they were like, Oh, okay. Dope. Yeah. So people would just kind of take me on the road whenever, 
Um, and then I got to do Rogan's podcast, so that also helped on like my own shit. So like when I would yeah. go do places, or if I did like a one nighter, people would show up, and it's pretty dope. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's crazy. It's yeah, I still think it's insane. Yeah. So like, especially when I'm like, it got to a point where I was working at the store as a door guy that it was like, oh, I got to stop working nights because people keep recognizing me, which uh-huh. is great. Right. Yeah. But it's also good like, problem to have. Yeah, but you also don't want to you don't want to be stuck on one side of the fence for so long. Right. Yeah. Well, this is actually our first. Uh, like two show weekend you're our first like weekend oh, comic. No yeah we've only done one one show per because we were a little intimidated by putting on two and selling all the tickets and filling the place both times and we've got a little more confidence this time around but yeah this is the first time doing back-to-back shows so this is gonna be interesting yeah this will be fun it's gonna be a lot of fun and, and, uh, <laughs> that second show is gonna be it's so funny the saturday is the packed packed one friday's tonight's looking great too tonight turned over and is now the packed packed oh show. wow, wow yeah. that's hysterical I, uh, tomorrow we'll, it's it's already good um and if it's anything like today well, you know was for tonight's show tomorrow is gonna work it's gonna be a very busy busy night but um we'll put them somewhere that's great <laughs> we'll put them somewhere that's we'll perfect. stick them in the brewery and Get let cozy. them listen in the back if that's they have dope. to <laughs> that's a great problem to have yeah and it's cool that uh you got pete on the show and then i don't even i've, I've met her once or twice so i don't understand her name probably is it sereni Serena, uh, uh, Serena, yeah, yeah. Serena? she's super fucking funny. I've seen her. I've seen her. Smash, show. man. She's uh, and, and couldn't be nicer. Like when trying to book, she's just like the sweetheart of a lady too. Yeah. Most most people are very like direct. They're like, hey, would you like to book the show? How much? You know, like you know, they're very like you know. But yeah. she's like, hey, how's it going? Yeah, how's yeah, your day? Yeah, yeah, it's nice. awesome. It's like, wow, you're a person. That's great. Yeah, this is gonna be a great show this weekend. I'm very excited. Yeah. Yeah, tonight's more of the family pack show, and then tomorrow it's I'm interesting to see what the crowd looks like tomorrow, or oh, if yeah. people come back. I feel yeah, like that'll that, be interesting. I feel like that's going to happen if uh, if we do well. I think we'll get some people to come back. That's the other cool thing about this is like you're creating a community. Is like is if you keep giving them good shows, and there's regulars and locals. They'll start trusting you to the point where they'll just see that you have a lineup. And even if they don't know who it is, they'll be like, I'm going to come out. Last time was dope. And then they'll come out and they're like, oh, shit, this is like a good fucking show. So if you get to a point where you're doing like a monthly show and people are just showing up and they're fucking loving it, like that's a great, great, great spot to be in. Yeah, we're we're, we're getting very close to that. And and, um, I just like that we've been able to get in contact with just a variety of different comics now, too. Mm -hmm. And and. now after especially for this one I, I don't know why more than ever but since we booked you i've been getting so many Hilarious. dms and everything like hey man can i run a show at your place can oh, i do a show at your so place funny. Yeah. I, here's my tape i've been shipped so many terrible 10 minute <laughs> clips in the last two I weeks apologize it's so much like bro. i watched one where i was like man like why like what you chose to send this? Like you watched this and you chose of to send shoddy it. crowd work. Here you go. <laughs> well, and it's like video, and, and the whole time he, he's like going back to his notes and like. So <laughs> let me tell you. Hold on, and then it's like, hey man, and then just wait. What's and the then, deal with Volkswagens? Oh man, <laughs> and I, I'm I'm all for that on open mics and stuff. Yeah, and I am rents. a patron saint of fucking comics just trying to make it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's so funny. Yeah, but it's uh, that was that. That's been a lot of fun. I think we've kind of broken that threshold now where people recognize us as kind of a semi-comedy venue on top of being a brewery. I, that's yeah, kind of cool. Yeah, most likely. So you were saying uh, patron state of struggling comedians. So it's been overnight, about nine years, over nine years since you've been doing comedy? Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Started nine years ago. Um, were there any points where you go, oh, man, 
why am I doing this? Oh, oh. fucking all the yeah. time. But it's also like, you know, you just can't quit. Yeah. I, dude, I lived I lived on a lot of couches. Uh, I worked like two jobs and I was yeah. working like just, I set up a schedule where it was like four days I was like working. Like I'd get off, a, I would go, go in at four, get off at like two, go to my other job at 4.30, get off at like 12.30 and then I can do it all again just so I could have Monday, Tuesday, or Sunday, Monday, Tuesday off because those were the days to hit yeah. comedy. Like those were the right. big days at right. Los Angeles for comedy. Yeah. So I was doing that for like a long time and then I was like why I, my roommate moved out so I had to like find another place to stay and I was staying in like a rundown house but I had to like, I was basically like watching the property. Yeah. So it was like I got to stay in like a dope room but yeah. it was like, it was like <laughs> But like half of the hall, wall was missing and shit, and there was like a huge crack through the foundation. You know what I mean? The yeah. pool was like shitty. Yeah, yeah. It was just random like, cats. But the room was nice. the, the room I was in was nice, but it was, I was very much living in a rundown house, just keeping an eye on it uh, <laughs> yeah, to make sure no one was doing what I was doing, which was yeah. sleeping in it. Yeah, uh, squat. People yeah. would be peeking around. You go, not a crack house. Yeah, Keep yeah. on going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and it was crazy, man. It was dope though. It was oh, a good. Uh, wow. But now I have my own apartment, so it's, <laughs> I'm all grown up now. But, uh, no, I think a mix of that is just like I was in a good situation working at the store and I believed in the system and I believed in okay. what they were doing. And the other half was just being really dumb and just mm-hmm. knowing that, right. you know, it's just it's you got to be a little stupid. Things will work. I agree out. with that. Things though. will work out. I agree with that wholeheartedly. I'm not a religious. I was never like a super yeah. big religious person. I like to organize. Like I was never never liked to organize religion. I do like have faith and stuff. But yeah. being a comedian has made me believe in religion more than anything. Yeah. Or, or at least some kind of organization in the universe. Because right? you got to, like, just have faith that it's going to yeah. work out. As long as you're putting in the work and stuff and doing good, like, no, making the, movements. First thing I ever did was host a show for, like, a road feature when I'd never even done an open mic. That's, like, the dumbest thing you could do. And it was horrible. But now, like, I just started this journey of just hosting shows here, and I got much better much quicker because I did that. Whereas if I would have gone... we get a different host for tonight? No, I'm just yeah. kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Just wait. Uh, no, keep, put your hand down, Ruby. <laughs> <laughs> he does have a San Jose Sharks hat on. I to know uh-huh. someone. So I have fun. a San Jose hat on, too. Uh, San Jose Giants Turn it on. forward. It's, no. clo- it's closer, okay? That's so funny. Uh, anyway, that was fun. Yeah. Uh, no, so like that was. I was like too stupid. If I would have gone and asked a comic, like, what do I do? They'd be like, work open mics for you know this much and do that and develop, and then you can host. I don't know, but also there is the thing of... Um, Sometimes you just gotta like. What are you to turn down the opportunity? Sometimes you just gotta take it. Like, and it oh, worked no. out for you because yeah. look what you're doing now. Yeah. But it's also fun to look back and be like, oh fuck, I should not have done yeah, that. Yeah, definitely not. And I was like, I at first I was like, oh man, I made a mistake. I bombed, and there's these comics from LA that saw me bomb, and I bring them up here, and and then the next time I came up, I was so terrified of doing that that I did everything I could not to, and I crushed. And I think a lot of it was expectation Mm because a lot of the people in the crowd were the same people from the first show going, oh, God, he's going to do it again. And so like, oh, he can say words in a row that make sense. That's good. And uh, but like I say, if I go back and I would have told myself, like, no, man, go work a bunch of mics before you do it. But it was the right path for me. It worked out. I uh, I have a problem every time I get off stage. I go. So I'm coming up on my year. Every time I get off stage, I go. Why the fuck did I get on stage? <laughs> yeah, that's right. a good feeling. Yeah, but then uh, uh, what was I going to say? Uh, I think my time to cut bait was probably three months in because at some point I didn't really even care. If, like, obviously, I care. I want the laughs. I wouldn't be doing this just to get up there and do monologues. Uh, but to the time to cut bait was probably then. Now it's just hooked where it's a compulsion. 
feel like, did I do any writing today? Oh, I got to go do some writing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Am, I, am I go to a yeah. mic? I got to go to a mic. Yeah, you just got to make sure you're better than the day before, man. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm also doing this mindset, too, of, um, you know, they say quality over quantity. But you got to do the quantity before you can have quality. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I go, I'll just keep writing shit, keep throwing shit out yeah. there. So what would you consider? So you said you have faith. How much is, um, I guess, how much work is enough work in the early days? Meaning, um, are you writing jokes seven days a week? Yeah, you want to constantly be writing. Like I, yeah. but you also want to con- like you want to get to the point where you're like training yourself, and it's like you sit down, and you're like, I'm going to write for two hours, and whatever happens, happens, you know. Yeah. And then you go like ten, like this. My, like a schedule now is like when I, because I don't work most time during the yeah. days when I'm in Los Angeles. Nice. So I'll sit and I'll write. And I'll listen to old sets, and I'll just try to think of what I'm going to do when I go on stage tonight. And then I'll, like... That's a pro right there. Yeah, yeah. So then I'll, like, slowly change things up. I'll think of what I've been working on and what I've been doing. And then the more sets you do, you kind of just keep doing that. So I constantly try to change things or try to write things. And, like, yeah. So it's, like, every week you kind of try to change it up just a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Are you... Uh, I think you already answered the question in the beginning, but you kind of write jokes more... Uh, around you and your experience you're not looking out there other than your roast experience where you're looking at the other guy and and, and roasting him you're not looking at politics well sometimes i do it just depends it's got to be like a funny thing that i'm like really going to bring to the table i usually like talking about like my family or myself uh or just i like thinking of funny things and then trying to like uh just stop like i think a funny phrase like today i was just like I don't know why this made me laugh, but I was like, so uh, the other day I was coming in my wife. Uh, <laughs> it's just a funny, it's just a funny thing to say, and I don't know why, but it makes me laugh. But that's just something that is like sometimes I'll think of the first thing, or uh, like it'll be the last thing I say, or just yeah. like I don't know why that's funny. Yeah, so you figure it out. Okay, but it's just a funny thing to say. You know, the word yeah. "coming" it, it's it's such a uh, like. How did we get to this point? You know, because as a kid, when you think about using the word coming, you're never thinking that. And then at some point, you start go, oh, sex. Oh, this. And then coming. And then it becomes like a natural thing. But it's just so such an abstract thing. And it, it always gets Jizz is a great word. Jizz, jizz makes sense. Jizz, jizz salmon. Jizz makes sense, right? That has context. <laughs> Splooge. Splooge yeah, is a good one. I like Splooge. Splooge. Good. Anything with that uh, squishy sound in it. Like, yeah, that's, that's about right. That's, coming? That's some what? Huh? I actually just heard one of those, like, I, somebody said it to me, and now I'm trying to work it into a bit. Somebody said, uh, 11 finger massage. Uh oh. And I just lost that my shit. Dirty. And I want to use that. And, and it's. My, my aunt was talking about weed, and she was talking about, she was the fifth, fifth, the uh, third or fourth time I've heard someone describe it this way, but it was just like, yeah, I used to buy a bag. It was like, you know, they were like, can I get like four fingers deep? Yeah, 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 yeah. Or a yeah, two yeah, finger yeah. bag. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or a one finger bag. Yeah, yeah. And that is like, so it's like, you Literally, know, yeah. Yeah, it's just the size of two fingers, three fingers. Like, this is how much weed is in the bag. I'm like, oh, that's. That's, yeah. A terrible, <laughs> terrible unit of measurement. <laughs> you are giving away so much weed. I have skinny fingers. I don't like this deal. Yeah, I want the fist bag. Yeah, yeah. Give me the fist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you give me the fist? What? Can you give me your fat friend's hand? Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> hey, do you guys still do this, or is this a generational thing? Sometimes I'll walk into the. Uh, uh, they're not even dispensary, but the, the weed store. What are we calling them nowadays? Smoke they're shops. St- they're still dispensaries, right? Yes, they're still yeah, dispensaries. And, weed shops? and I'll say, I'll just want to, I want a gram, but I'll just say, I need, I just need a dime of this. Yeah, yeah. Is that an old, old school? Like no, no, it's not like a dime, but it, they, they do not sell dime bags. So they, <laughs> <laughs> it's farthest from the. I thing. caught myself saying that the other day. Is Can I get three dimes? Gender? Yeah, I, I just <laughs> need a dime. dime bags. And then, and then he kind of looked at me. I mean, uh, a gram? Oh, okay. Yeah. What is wrong with you? I don't know. I'm an old man. 
This is true. Come from a different era. That's so of funny. explaining weed. And well, man, tonight's going to be great. I have to go be a, a, a what? I do. I it's I have to be you a bar. Get in here? I have to be a bar Ruben? person. Ruben, you tag here. in. You have nothing to do with this show, so sit down. <laughs> you know, oh, he has a huge. If if that speaker wasn't here, we we would have ourselves some problems. I uh, do got to go visit family soon. So. Oh, you do? Okay, yeah. when you want to wrap this up? Um, it's, uh, it's up like ten you. minutes, I guess. Ten minutes. Yeah. Okay. I can just Three. jump in the end. That's fine. No, no, no. It's People are like, good. oh, he's also here. <laughs> he's got a show. that He hasn't been on Pick Your Poison. No, no. What's Pick so, Your Poison? Oh, geez. Don't don't be prepping that show. No, it's, a show it's a show we do. Plug it. Well, <laughs> I, the reason I bring it up is the improv and the roast. Because in oh. roasting, yeah. you, ha- you can do rebuttal, yeah, right? yeah. which is 100% mm-hmm. improv type. Yeah. Yeah. Or they've wrote the rebuttals. Uh, oh, yeah. It happens yeah, a lot. Yeah, yeah. I, a lot I, of people write rebuttals. Yeah. I've done roast battles where I've written the rebuttals. Yeah. And I, feel, I feel dirty about it. But no. Like, I mean, you're fucking yeah, supposed to write everything. What are yeah. you talking about? I had a guy who was like, I'm going to rap roast you. Yeah. And, and I was like, okay, not, cool. They, yeah, well, they, I already they, know what I'm going to say. Yeah, like, they flounder <laughs> immediately after two or three jokes. <laughs> I was yeah, like, yeah. I know I know how I'm going to rebuttal that. Yeah. Uh, I told him to kill himself. But I. That works in a lot of situations. Yeah. Pick Your Poison is a monthly show we do here. Uh, we're moving it to clandestine for season two, but we do it here, and it's uh, I get five comedians. Each comedian does two sets. First set, completely improvised. Yeah. There's five envelopes on stage. The order's randomly decided. So if you go up first, you get five envelopes to choose from. You don't get to look in them. Yeah, yeah. You just... You do a set based on whatever in those. Oh, that's hysterical! Yeah, Yeah, it's fantastic uh, because people flounder, and I love it. Like I I love to watch good comedians flounder. Yeah, yeah. Because it's like I know you're good. Yeah. yeah. But then the ones that succeed are just like. It's like they wrote it. Yeah, yeah. You're like, how are you making this good? (laughs) Yeah. That last pick your poison. Every single guy who went up. Oh yeah. My ribs were hurting. It was because it was our finals. So what we do is we do five shows. And then the sixth one is all previous five winners. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's just, it's a fire show. Like, uh-huh. it's just everyone's on, like, killer. Nice. So, me and Dave had a bit about divorce. Is your mic on? I can't hear you through the thing. Hello? Test? Yeah, his yeah. mic oh, Okay, on. it's yeah. just a lot quieter than... Uh, you know what, fine. those open... Uh, maybe I'm, I'm a little lower. No, that's God, fine. I, I hope it's been on. No, I've seen it bouncing. Okay, so you're I'm good. good. <laughs> um, but what I was going to say is he had a bit in there about divorce. You had uh, something about divorce, kid. Over yeah. There. And I don't want to blow it out, but I hit him up afterwards because I was laughing so hard, and it was such a smooth... Oh, yeah. Whatever riff. Whatever you want to call it, riff. It had the premise, set up, tag, tag, tag. Then he went on. I said, that sounded like a polished bit or act. Or whatever, yeah. and he said, uh, "No, it was just what I was thinking at the time." I was like, "Fuck, man! Yep. I wish I could oh, yeah. write like that." Yep. It, it's it, it's my baby, dude. I love that show because I people are like, "Why'd you write this and why'd you write that?" It's like because it's difficult. Like I, yeah. the very first show we ever did, one of the comedians comes up and he goes, "So is it like stuff like middle school and like I'm like not really mm-hmm. like." God, I can't even think. Yeah, there was a surprise adoption was one of them. Hilarious. Yeah, right? Because it's like there's so many things you can go off of that. How much blood is too much blood? How much blood is too much blood? Uh, there, there's so many ways to take that. And that's yeah. the thing is is I don't want to steer it too directly, but it's also like I want to make it pretty apparent that there's a bunch of stuff. Yeah. So bringing this back to Frank, and I want to respect yeah, your time because yeah. I know you got to go get uh, family stuff. and. What's going on now? Any stuff you want to plug? Oh, uh, I'm doing the show tonight here yeah. at the Santa Clara Valley Brewing Company. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to West Palm Beach with Tony Hinchcliffe uh, oh, first sh- week awesome. of September. And then I'm back up here in Oakland for Hero Day. Okay. Or Hiro Day. Is that what it's called? Yeah, I don't know. Okay. What's it like working with Hinchcliffe? 
He's dope as fuck. Yeah. I mean, he's like an older brother. He's yeah. actually the sweetest guy. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's got such a persona of like you know the heel, but I mean yeah. that's kind of his thing. Well, I think he writes jokes like that. Yeah, absolutely. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Perfect. I mean, you you know what you are. You know what I mean. One hundred percent. You you got to know how you're playing yourself. Sometimes playing the villain's the funnest part. Oh yeah. Yep. You know what? Yeah. Not to sidetrack. I was thinking about Tyson in the '90s. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Again, maybe it's over. No, no, no. I know exactly what you're saying. And I think that's a smart man. And I think that whole era, a lot of people were like, oh, this guy, you know, villain, bad guy. I think he was playing a, a professional wrestling style persona yep. throughout that whole decade, mm-hmm. cash and checks the whole way. Well, he was, I mean, he was literally playing the opposite of Ali, right? Where yeah. Ali was yeah. going, I'm the greatest. And he was the people's, you know, people's champion. He was so awesome. And he was great. But he's also playing that, like. There's so many Tyson quotes that you cannot say oh, yeah. in 2019. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, I want them framed on my wall. Yeah, like, what did he say? He was like, he was like, <laughs> there, oh, there's one that's my he favorite. He was like, I didn't rape that bitch, but I wish I did, and her mother. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's. Uh, that's a real quote. That's there, a quote. There, that's quotes, ladies. There's one that is a real Mike Twice Tyson quote, and I will censor one word, and it's, I'll fuck you till you love me, hard F. Yeah, yeah, and it's like that's a real like that man said that like yeah. and just thought this is a thing to say like yeah. this is oh, cool shit <laughs> you know, like I was like but, I, but all I right think, I think there was just some intention or something churning in his head that just said yeah you know these are I'm playing the bad guy right now oh, yeah. but I'm not a bad guy I think he knew I think he knew he knew I mean I think yeah. he is a bad guy but I think he oh knew. yeah he's, <laughs> yeah I mean he's yeah. a terrible person yeah. I think but I think he's changed I, now he's got a weak know. company <laughs> I don't know I don't know that I would put him there. As a, as I, a, I think he has actual allegations. I don't know if that's. I feel like okay. he killed that know. tiger with his hands. <laughs> yeah. Did he? No. <laughs> I was gonna say, wow. He punched that dude in the Hangover. No. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I mean, there's even like there's obviously a pretty obvious one that's like someone playing the villain and they know they're playing yeah. the villain, yeah. and now they're the president. Like he that whole time he knew I, he was playing yeah. the villain because he knows people like the villain, and yeah. now he's in office. He's a heel, bro. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. I gotta. Yeah. Thank you very much. This is uh, beautiful. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Hey man, this uh, a lot have of a fun. good time tonight, and uh, yeah, we'll be seeing you. Yeah man, I around. can't wait. Tonight's gonna be a yeah, lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right on. All right, Frank. Over and out.